Yo, um, do they do they air like nine seven six number commercials in LA? Nah, but I mean, I also like I don't have like any form of like cable. Like I do my like you know cable through Hulu, so all my commercials aren't local. They're like more geo targeted shit. You know, I'm a night owl, so I'll be up watching like Martin and Seinfeld at like one a.m. and they're like, "Are you alone? You don't have to be. Call us now." I'm like, who is still using nine seven six numbers in twenty twenty two? Bro, there's a lot of old people that are just sitting by their uh, landline phones, plugging in there. Not like get into a whole tangent, but did you see the whole Jerry Seinfeld-Kith partnership? I did. I did. Kith is out here making money, bro. We about to start making money, too. Brandon, it's week one in the NFL. Let's go ahead and start the show. Let's go. What up, what up, what up? Jason Spells in New York City, Brandon Edler in Los Angeles. My voice is somewhere in Scottsdale, Arizona, right? Now. Uh, hell of a weekend out you there. You a hoe. No, bro. I, I, I was out there <laughs> hanging out with my boys. Surprise 40th <laughs> birthday party. We was wilding. And I've been in New York since uh, Monday. Today is, what, Wednesday? And my voice sounds better. But, like, I was sitting on the couch watching TV Sunday. Just watching TV. Wasn't even talking. And my voice just said, I and I'm out of here. Just got up and left me. And I'm on the couch like, I need to throw a lozenge bad. You in the weekend. Um, but no, seriously, the 976 stuff, like it cracks me up. Because I'm sitting there and I'm like, you can anything you're into, you can find that on your phone for free. Why are you calling a 976 number? In the age of OnlyFans, why are you calling a 976? There's still a lot of older people that just aren't nuanced with the activities of the internets and the iPhones and the smartphones and whatnot. Like, don't shame them. Don't slut shame people that still got to get dirty the old, the old fashioned way. It's so, seriously, the commercial will be like if you're in Manhattan, if you're in the Bronx, like they break it down by borough. Like each borough has its own number. So it's clearly yeah. a large market for it here. You know what Charles Hamilton said? Ain't nothing like them Brooklyn girls. So we're getting week one of the NFL season started tomorrow night. Uh, Pills versus the Rams. And I yeah. feel good going to the NFL season because I got some gambling wins last weekend on college football. So Ooh, I'm, I'm how much you win? 12 bucks? Hey, bro, 1275. 1275. <laughs> don't, don't, don't show me my 75 cents. But I'm ready for football season. I'm excited. Me too, man. Best time of the year. You, we talked about it so many times on these episodes. But July and August just ain't it for sports. Like, I know everybody's trying to create these leagues, XFL, whatever, but we, we need something to lap over in the summer because that two-month lull is painful. Sorry, Major League Baseball fans, but you ain't it. At all. All right, so here we're going to break down. We're going to run down the conferences as completely unintelligent guessing before week one of the season official begins. AFC East, no need to worry. We know Buffalo's going to win it. AFC North, who wins it this year? Baltimore, Cincy. Um, it's probably going to be – I got to go with Cincy. I'm with you defending AFC champions. AFC South, it's going to be Indianapolis this year, right? Like, there's no way Tennessee gets anything together. Houston and Jacksonville, they might as well be in the AFL, XFL, whatever we call it this week. Yeah, it, it's going to be the Colts unless something happens to Matt Ryan or, or Jonathan Taylor and Trevor Lawrence has a huge sophomore come up. I, I can't see it happen in any other way. AFC West, we're going to get to that in a minute. We are not forgetting about the West. We're going to NFC East. Uh, damn, I have never seen four teams who always think they can win, and none of them ever win. Dallas, Giants, Philly, Washington. Which one wins the division? Philly. Philly. Philly's got a squad this year. They might get 10 wins this year, straight up. Wow. I don't know about all that, but this is a make it break a year for Jalen Hurts. They have given him everything he needs. 
They want to see if he's the quarterback of the future, and he has to prove it this year. NFC North, Chicago, Detroit, Green Bay, Minnesota. Green Bay. It's Green Bay. I mean, you got AR-12. I know they've depleted receiver-wise, but that's the squad. They're top five defense for sure. I'm going with Minnesota this year. Ooh. I am. Let me hear. What's the rhyme and reason? Let me get a little None whatsoever. Zero zero reason whatsoever. Look, their defense is great in Green Bay, but this is an offensive league. You got to score, and I'm not sure – if the Packers will score like we've seen them score before, especially early in the season. Like, I expect them to take their lumps early in the season. I, I think haven't looked the at their schedule, but I, yeah. I don't expect them to come out and, you know, go gangbusters 3-1 and one in the first quarter, you know, 5-1 and one in the first quarter of the season. I don't see it. I totally get that. I think their tempo is going to be a little bit slower than most other teams that are winning games left and right. But the one thing to keep in mind is they have two of the top 10 running backs in the league, and I think you're going to see them get creative there. Look at the Titans. They had a ground only game, ground only game. But but, uh, but they're running back, and it, it couldn't do anything in the playoffs with it. Like, look, but you they're running, pass. they're running back. You got to two time quarterback. You got to throw, bro. You ain't, you ain't. They, this ain't that's Kyle what I'm Murray. Trying to tell you, you got to, you got to tell you, they are. They're gonna throw to their running backs. The running backs can do some stuff out of the backfield. It's a new game, Jason. A lot of running backs can do stuff out of the backfield. You can put people in the slot. You can run pass plays out of the backfield. They'll be all right. It'll be all right. Relax. Get vertical. Same thing I Relax. said about the 49ers last week. I'm saying this week, you've got to go vertical. NFC, uh, back to NFC North, I do think, once again, another make or break a year uh, with Fields in Chicago. Granted, it's only a second year in the NFL. First with this new coach. Quarterback, head coach. He'll be all right. All that, yeah, I, yeah. Honestly, go back to the whole Trey Lance thing from last week. I think Justin Fields will be the better quarterback out of these two. For as much as Trey Lance is getting As much as you love, was on Trey Lance's jog last nobody, week. Nobody's on him like that. As I'm just simply as, stating oh that your perspective of the whole Jimmy G argument is flawed. That's it. That's nobody said off. that he's Nobody said he's MVP. We have not placed the like bet that. yet. Relax. We have not placed Relax, the Jason. bet yet. Relax, um, About when Jimmy G will take over. I'm saying within the first eight weeks of the season. But it's interesting because I already see you hedging right now. I already feel Jason, like Jason more dramatic than writers for Sex in the City. Relax, Jason. <laughs> hey, apparently the, the reboot sucked. I didn't watch it, but that's what they say. Um, <laughs> NFC South, Panthers, worst team in the division. If they can just get three wins this year, I'll be so happy. Um, Tom Brady. All the off-the-field stuff that every supermarket tablet says about the man, he's still hella focused in between the lines. They gonna win it. He's and just potentially he's win too intelligent. The offensive line's weak, but the defense is still strong, and they literally have like fifteen receivers that are uncoverable. They'll be all right. All right. So the NFC West. So basically, the NFC West, AFC West, in my opinion, are the two most competitive divisions in the mm-hmm. National Football League. You want to watch that if you're on the East Coast. Now, granted, if you're on the West, different time zone, but you want to watch that four twenty five game. And honestly, I'm buying Sunday ticket today so I can watch all the big games. Um. I'm and so right now, illegally. what'd you say? I should I probably do it. Shit illegally. <laughs> I, I don't want to be sitting there and then that buffer come up or like then the feed go down or whatever bootleg I'm getting from like Malaysia. The VPN goes out. I don't want to be you. that guy. Like I'll pay the two hundred and what fifty bucks a year to watch it. Yeah, I get it. I get it. It's smart. It's smart. Yeah. It's worth the investment. But economically just... speaking, you're right. I should just bootleg it and stream it. My nickname in college was Dr. Download. I'm just all about the piracy. So you literally gave your computer uh, herpes and HIV just to get the Oh, things. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I did, too. Like, I restarted. You remember Gateway, right? Like, the computer company yeah. Gateway? I yeah. used to have LimeWire, and LimeWire was constantly downloading things. that I was, like, rebooting my computer 
at least three times a semester. <laughs> at the very least, three times a semester. I mean, the, the music was fire, though. My win app, my win app was hot. So but... I was on this like advanced shit, these torrents, like way before oh, they were like torrent? a big thing. And yeah, yeah, before it was like a big thing and everybody knew about it. That's what I was using. Like, I was on some like, because of all these uh, hip hop forums, you kind of get you know familiar with the internet nerds, and they would lead you in the right direction if you were cool. As long as you knew some dip dipset slang, you were good to go. You got hooked up. <laughs> I used to use. I used to also download Divx D I V X when I was getting yeah. movies. Hopefully, the yeah. statute of limitations is past that, and no one will sue me for that. But yeah, we I definitely crashed my computer a few times on Lamar. Back to the NFL though: AFC West, Denver, Kansas City, Vegas, Chargers. I'm going to go with Chargers. I really think the Chargers That's got the, the squad pick. this year. Everyone likes it. That's the pick that everyone's like, you know, if their, if their head coach went stupid last year, they wouldn't have made the playoffs. They got, uh, what's my boy, Herbert? He's a stud. Like, I get why everybody going to L.A. Chargers. Plus, it's sexy, right? Like, L.A. wins back-to-back, yada, yada. Um, no, I, don't know. I don't care about the sexy pick, but, like, if I'm laying money on it straight up, like, I think the Raiders, like, they still lack a running game. Their defense isn't the strongest receivers i mean i get they got Devonte adams and they got hunter renfro but outside of that waller uh, nothing too crazy kansas city just lost way too many pieces the you know you're really needing juju and and sky Moore to step it the hell up for them to be in contention they never can count patty home mahomes out but whatever denver new coordinators nah, new quarterback no, missing one no. of their top receivers like i just don't have a whole lot of faith in no I, if they were in any other division like put them in the afc south yeah maybe but outside of that, no. Bro, you put any team in the AFC South, they got a chance to win the division. That's probably the worst division of football. I feel you. NFC South could be up there, but really AFC South or water. I'm going with Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes is still there. All right. Until he, until he has an off year, I am not betting against that man. NFC hey man, West I just now. Feel like, I was Arizona. Say, I just feel like- go ahead. I just feel like offensively, they're one injury away from being completely screwed. I mean, you lose yeah, Travis Kelsey. One I mean, like just... Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> every every yeah. good team is one injury away. But I'm talking about even outside of him, outside of quarterback. Now you're talking about quarterback. Just like one receiver goes down, they really like drop down efficiently, big time. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. That's why they play the game. Final NFC West: Arizona Rams, defending Super Bowl champions; San Francisco 49ers, the team you are now jog riding hard for, and Seattle. Um, I'm probably gonna go. I'm probably gonna go Rams. Me too. We're actually in agreement for once. Yeah. We agree that I, the Rams are the better Francisco, team. I think they'll be neck and neck. But yeah, to your point, Rams better team. They got more weapons. They just, I mean, like they just converted uh, their tight end salary. I think Everett's his name to where it opens it up. Uh, I read yesterday that Odell Beckham Jr.'s locker is still there. They have every intention of bringing him back. You know, as much as he's not a wide receiver one anymore, he did look really good with them last year. Well, here's my question. Why are we Stafford. dragging our feet on that? Are they waiting to see how – I mean, he's coming back from ACL tear. You could get him signed and get him into – in with your medical team. He's, he's not healthy yet. He he won't be – I don't think he'll even be ready to go on the practice field until early October. So you're looking at that. him not playing until closer to November. So you got to keep but that I mean, open. you got to keep that roster spot open, but also, like, Let's say there's somebody else that gets cut or you know, some situation happens where they need to bring somebody else and they're just giving themselves flexibility. I don't see Odell going anywhere other than Buffalo, L.A. Rams, L.A. Chargers, or Dallas Cowboys. There's nothing I think, else. I, I think, think honestly, on the Odell's table. waiting to see which is a better opportunity. And, uh, you know, which I is smart for him, too. Ring chase, dude. He, he's yeah, already he's been paid. Chase. 
and which I'm, I'm not mad about, but it's like, okay, look, if you're the Rams, you're serious about getting him in, you sign him to a one-year deal and let him rehab and get your full team medical staff. Now, granted, Odell's going to invest the money, have great medical staff, because that's what he does with his body as instrument to make money. But if you're the Rams, you want your medical team to oversee it. Um, we're not going to do Super Bowl picks because I haven't seen anyone play. I'm just going to well, say – Just one question. You, the Buffalo Bills are the, the odds-on favorites to win the Super Bowl. Do you agree with that? No. I don't that being said, I, I did bet the Buffalo to win Thursday night against the Rams. Hard to put. The I think they'll win Thursday night too, dude. Their offense is stacked. But stacked. And Metro and uh, your boy, uh, the quarterback who's jockey rode last season, Matt Stafford's oh going back with elbow injury. Dude, I, dude, this is just going to be the, the the theme for this whole year, honestly. Just nobody, so you know, just so just you know, because just because I have the vision to call out which quarterbacks are actually good and aren't good, all of a sudden I'm jock right. When you're wrong, you flip it into me, Jack Riding. That's cute. I see that. I see kind of toxicity that comes from you. Thanks, Jason. You're a good friend. TB4L. All right. So, yeah, um, <laughs> Buffalo Bills, look, they're, they're a great team. They, they should be in the AFC Championship game. Should make it to the Super Bowl. Obviously staying healthy. And that's going to be a difficult place to play um, as we get into the colder months. I don't know if they're going to win a Super Bowl, though. I genuinely don't. I, I need more of a sample size to really feel which team has it. And I just, on paper, Buffalo, I get why they're the odds on favorite, but I don't see it. It's going to be an interesting year. I think this is one of the more even years in a long time. There's a lot of doubts. Like the clubs that were, you know, last year, we went into the season, we're like, it's Tampa Bay or Green Bay. There's a lot of doubts going on there. AFC was kind of a crap shoot it still feels like a crap shoot this year even you know kansas city was always a favorite buffalo i think they were quite a favorite but they were definitely on the come up last year there's some questions going on there it's the the playing field's evened out like loving that you know the free agency trade nfl has really kind of mimicked what's going on in the nba and you know it's going to give us an amazing season speaking of the nba what are you thinking about this lakers locker room oh first off Back to being toxic. There is no toxic player more toxic than Patrick Beverly. And Pat <laughs> Bev, so, you know, that he has a history with Russell Westbrook, basically injured the man's knee before the playoffs. They still hate Pat Bev in Oklahoma City for it. He's gone at Russ numerous times on social media. Keep in mind the platform that ESPN gave Pat Bev over the offseason. Well, he went on TV and talked shit about Eddie and everybody he could, and he did it for two weeks, and he took a lot of shots at the Lakers. He joined the Lakers – in his first press conference there, he took most shots at the Lakers. You'll be playing with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. They'll be playing with me. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. I made the playoffs last year. They didn't. It's the difference. Have you, have you guys started talking yet? Yeah, of course. Yeah. But I'm, for, I'm, I'm glad that, you know, we get a chance to play with each other than, you know, anything else. I'm excited to see it go on. I'm excited to, you know, to get the battling going. Brandon. We talking about a playoff playing game, bro. We talk about playoff playing and Pat Bear bragging about it in front of yeah. the Lakers, like they happy to play with me. You gotta, you gotta remember though, they celebrated that like they won the NCAA title. I thought they were gonna play. You know, what's the song they play after the NCAA championship game? One shining moment. There you go. I was going to say this magic moment. I knew that wasn't right. Yeah, dude, they went hand. Pat Bev. I mean, he's just a walking one liner. You know, other thing he said too was like, you know, he's walking around the city with his head head held a lot higher now that he's a Laker than he ever was as a Clippers. Just a different level of respect. Just pet. He runs his mouth. But like my favorite moment was going on the Lakers social media yesterday, and you have this picture with Pat and and Russ all smitten with each other, laughing and smiling and stuff. So it's like, look, they're figuring it out. I think Russ's sentiments had to change significantly because the reality is 
Pat Bev may be a more valuable player than him at this moment. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. We know by November, December, January, this shit's going to blow up at one point or another. That's just oh, how it goes man. whenever you have Russ and Pat in the same place at the same right. damn like, time. Like, honestly, uh, the season starts around Halloween. I mm-hmm. genuinely think by Christmas Day, there will be just a level of toxicity which has not been seen in an NBA locker room. Oof. I'm trying to think last, like, super toxic. What do you think the odds locker. are Russ makes it the whole season with the Lakers? I think he gets shipped before the season's over. I just my gut is telling me that. No one wants him, man. No one nobody wants, wants him. But you know, as you get closer to the trade deadline, teams are thinking, "All right, how do I open myself up so I have money for free agency this summer, whatever?" Yeah, Which you know, true. for us, that's thirty-seven off the books. That's the and it, yeah, that's true. That's true. Just <sighs> what if he got traded like back to Houston, a place he despised playing? That would be hilarious to me. Houston's not going to bring him into that locker room. They got a young core that they're really happy about. But Pat mm-hmm. Bev, Pat Bev will, oh, Pat Bev's going to go in. Because keep in mind, you know, like AD Street Clothes is known to have a persona. Pat Bev going to go at AD. I already see that coming. Before the Russ situation, AD is going to have a hangnail, and Pat Bev's going to go at him. But they kind of need that. They kind of need that because LeBron's more passive aggressive. He'll, he'll uh, subtweet you, but he won't say nothing to you in the locker room. Like you said, aunt, aunt, Russ is Russ. Like they kind of need somebody in there that's going to hold them accountable. Do I think Pat Bev is that leader? I don't know about that, but at least we're moving in the right direction. We ain't talking about he coming off a winning team, bro. We ain't talking about a team that went to the West Coast Finals. We ain't talking about a team that he got a ring from at any point in his career. We talking about a playoff team play in game for Minneapolis. And that's the first thing you got to say. If you want to know the caliber person you bring into your locker room, just play that sound bite over and over and over again. Uh, I got to you know, backpedal a little bit. I'm not giving Darvin Ham enough credit. I think he'll do a good job managing that locker room more than, you know, previous coaches, especially better than Frank, as much as I don't think Vogel deserves some of the shit he got. But nonetheless, I think Darvin Ham will do a good job with these personalities. Hey, look, man, you can do the best job possible. There ain't no cure for toxicity. Write that down. That's fair. Uh, I was watching YouTube last week out in AZ, and I saw, have you seen the uh, Big Stunner music video with Quavo and uh, Takeoff and Berman? I guess I, Migo, I guess Migos I, is broken up for the record. Like, apparently Offset yeah. is no longer doing music with them. Yeah, that, that's a wrap. That's what he's, he's doing his own solo stuff. They're all doing solo stuff. There's lawsuits going on. You know, this music industry, nothing lasts forever. He's suing QC, right? Yeah, he's he's suing management, saying he didn't get the funds he deserved, and he's probably right, man. You know how the the industry is. You know what is it? Q-tip rule number was it forty eighty whatever. The industry is shady. It's just it is what it is. Um. So back, so I was watching the Big Stunner music video, and Birdman popped up, and I realized since two thousand, Birdman has looked the exact same. Like, I mean, yeah, he did get like the red star tattooed on his head, but other than that, Birdman has looked the exact same. You can't go back and look at early cash money videos and be like, damn, Birdman really let himself go. And that's crazy, though. Like, there's there's people that have that in them where they're, like, from 35 to 55, like, they look the exact same. Once they kind of hit, you know, get out of that, like, 20s babyface era, you know, they don't really move a whole lot for 20, 30 years. So, shout out to Birdman. Yeah, and it's so interesting because it's, I'm using air quotes here, son. Lil Wayne, I've said it over and over again, right? Like, Little Wayne looks like remember Tales from the Crypt on HBO. He looks like the Crypt. I do. I so Little Wayne, I said we're the same age. I lied. He's actually a year older than me. He will be forty in twenty days on September twenty seventh. 
I just went to my homeboy's surprise for the birthday who looked like he 25. Once again, um, don't do drugs. Don't do late. I know I've said it on this show. I'm pretty sure before, but my favorite mean tweet of all time is little Wayne. One. Little Wayne looks like somebody poured four loaves on a gremlin. That shit cracks me up every time. <laughs> I can't argue with that one. I almost spit out my water. No beer. This <laughs> Once again, we're trying to get my throat back. Finally. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Whew. Heavy pause on that one. Finally, who asked for this and finesse of the week? And I blame you for a lot of things that go on. I do. Because you were responsible and for all a lot my 9,000 followers. Yeah. You were okay. responsible for a lot. But this, this, I know you had a hand in. I know this, this is some shit that I know you signed off on wholeheartedly. Salt I didn't Garden. sign off on it. So let me, let me give you the background. I actually uh, faked a Make a Wish Foundation request, and that's how this came to fruition. All right. So the, the Jets' first round draft pick, Sauce Gardner, cornerback, great name, uh, has inked a deal with Buffalo Wild Wings. We're partnering with Buffalo Wild Wings to create a smoky, sweet, and spicy barbecue sauce aptly named Sauce Sauce. Sauce Sauce debuts uh, first of the September. So it's out right now. Don't ask me where it, one buys Buffalo Wild Wings sauces, but it's out. And I'm so give it a buck. I'm going to try it. I know it. you would. Once again, this is you asked for this, and you will gladly spend your money on it. I don't know First off, I ain't like Buffalo I'm... Wild Wings is good. So we're going to establish that as the baseline. Little reluctant. That's why it's finesse of the week. Dude, I'm all about the culture. I got to support the culture. If I'm going to talk about the culture, if I'm going to influence the culture, I got to support the culture, too. So Sauce Gardner, yeah, your sauce probably ain't that great. The wings are definitely trash. But since you're my guy, I'm going to show you love. Let's go, Jets. Let's ride. You know, they're my team. And I missed it because I was out of Mine town. But Sauce Gardner held a um, signed with Sauce at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Wayne, New Jersey. Over the weekend, fans who show their blazing rewards membership will be admitted for two hours. Come in, he's Sauce Gardner, get a one-of-a-kind collectibles. It's brilliant marketing for him. I mean, there's no other real sauce, right? Sweet Baby Ray's. That's only a, or like Heinz or Kraft. But it's great marketing for him. The sauce is probably going to be horrible. If Buffalo Wild Wings made the sauce, it's going to be trash. Let's be straight up. But yeah, shit's good crazy for him. high in sodium. But we on our health kick, but we got to try it once. Brandon asked for it. Brandon got it. All right. So tomorrow night, we both in agreement. Or not tomorrow night. Whatever night. What's today? Wednesday? Yeah, tomorrow night. We both in agreement. Bills will win. Will they win yep. by more than a touchdown? Mm, I don't know. I don't think so. I think it'll be a touchdown. I think we're looking at like a 35-28-ish kind of score game. Okay, well, because right now they're favored by two. Uh, and I need them to score at least a touchdown. They go up seven, as long as they go up 7 nothing at one cool. point. I'm going to go 34-31. What's the over-under? I got to be close. If it's 51. 65. 51? 51. 51. 51 Shit, I'm high, but I'm going to go 34-31. That's my final prediction. Oh, no, I'm taking the under. I always take under week one of the NFL. Defenses always show up. Um, right. As always, I'd like to thank you for listening to the podcast. If you like it, give us a like. But if they love it, what should they do, Brandon? Each one, teach one, and if you can, reach them. Put your people on so they can put their people on. Hopefully, I have a great lucrative week one in the National Football League. We'll see y'all back again with real good news. Maybe.